very good day to you, Mzansi, and welcome to Otherwise Talking Women on SAFM, South Africa's news and information leader. My name is Shadow Twala. Hazel Makuzeni is the producer of the show, and Lance Andrews is our technical producer for today. Our contact details are 0892102010, email otherwise at safm.co.za, tweets at otherwise safm or at Shadow Twala. Now today, as we do every month, we're talking to editors of women's magazines, uh, Sally Emery of Good Housekeeping, uh, assistant editor of Marie Claire, Karen Robertson, Susie Brokenshire, editor of Fair Lady, and Dudum Vimbi Shabane, editor of True Love magazine. But before that, uh, our lunch bite, and it comes from Baba Faiki. We interviewed her uh, on Friday. We spoke to her, and, and she's got this wonderful CD of poems, and I like it because she does them herself. So this one is called Associated. It's by Baba Faiki. And two, yes, no man is an island. Loosely translated, I am because you are. This saying vividly glitters within the corners of my soul as I float placidly on this wave of joy, this wave of certainty, setting that this platform shall not break. This platform to inspire women shall not waver. I am because you were. In this conviction, I am supported by the profound women, women of the African soil. We all echo with one voice. The visionary has resulted in the recognition of the women we are. You have made things happen. This platform is shaping us into the women we've always aspired to be. Your initiatives have fueled the fire within, whose blaze shall engulf all doubt, whose smoke shall smother any form of terror that threatens to hold hostage our destiny. The blaze shall leave a trail of green pasture, a free spirit, an ordained free soul, because the association created opportunities and freed strangled voices. Otherwise, on SAFM. Now, Sally Emery joins me now, editor of Good Housekeeping. Hello, Sally. Hi, Shadow. Nice to chat to you again. How are you doing? I'm very well, and yourself? I see you're very much in love with Kate Middleton. We are very much in love with <laughs> Kate Middleton, and our new look for our cover. Yes, because uh, you, you, you show us how to copy her look in a way. Huh? I think, you know, the thing with Kate is we realize with our online content how much our readers really loved her and particularly her style. Mm. And so what we did is we've actually taken some of her classic looks. You know, she always goes back to the key things, Kate, doesn't she? You know, yes. when you see her, she always looks stunning. And she just follows some very simple style rules. And so we've um, pointed those out to the reader and then actually shopped locally for her style as well. Yeah, because then it doesn't have to cost an arm and a leg to, exactly. to get the look. Eh? And, um, you know, she, just by following those simple style rules you really can just sort of give your your look that classic edge well I'm, I'm happy to see that now what i liked this month as well specifically because mm. i'm a mum whose daughter's just finishing high school is oh. post-school studies i know you know that that um i'm in exactly that position because my son is having to choose his uh, subject mm. for a trick now mm. and i thought what better people to turn to for advice than actual students who are in university and college and say what they wish they'd known or to pass advice on to scholars and um, I really thought that they came up with some fantastic ideas. No, they are, really, and, and they've worked for me because yeah. I looked at them and I thought, at least we've got something 
to start with, having a discussion about where to go after after high school. Yeah, and you know, I think the tips were just so practical, you know, to make sure that the choices you make at school don't limit you in terms of uh, the subjects that you can, you know, the, the career that you can pursue afterwards. To think carefully when you are choosing your post-matric studies, mm-hmm. what, is, what can I actually do with this afterwards? You know, what are the job opportunities mm-hmm. and um, the smart choices you can make as a scholar that will help you when you, when you become a student? Very, very, very informative. Now, I landed from Joburg this morning and the, 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 the airport is festive already. The decorations are up. It's crazy. And it's telling me it's holiday time. And when I opened your magazine, you, you're suggesting wonderful places to go to. You know, what I thought was would be a nice um, spin on the usual uh, holidays features was to look at those sort of secret seaside spots, the mm. places that are close by enough to a main centre, if you're looking for, for that kind of entertainment, mm. but that few of us actually, we see the signs when we're driving past, but we don't actually take the turn off. Yes. And, um, you know, places like Biffles Bay, uh, where I've been in Herald's Bay, it was such a surprise to me when I drove down to Herald's Bay. It's this beautiful little hamlet. And so we've highlighted six of those destinations and places you can stay and think to do, you know, at those uh, seaside resorts. Not sure if I want cars walking on the beach with me, though. I don't it's know. Coffee, There's something right? so charming about the wild coast, though. <laughs> I, I thought this is so classic, the picture of just cars walking exactly. breezily on the beach. <laughs> well, you know, the beaches are for everyone, hey? <laughs> now, have you decided where you go? Uh, or I'm an Eastern Cape girl, and ah, I go home to Ganubi, ah. uh, which is just outside East London, every Christmas holiday and have done for the last uh, 48 years. So that's my happy place, and that's where I'm going to be heading for my Christmas holidays. Well, I hope you've packed a swimming cozy, because they uh-huh. come in so many beautiful shapes and sizes. And yes. prints and and the full cozies back. Thank the Lord. Thank the Lord. Exactly, Shadow. <laughs> I'm with you on that one. And um, you know, I actually love the, um, the the swimwear feature that we did do this issue, and we've had such positive feedback about mm-hmm. it. We've used a curvy model, so we can show you that everyone can look gorgeous. There's something for everyone out there. And you know, with 26 different swimsuits to choose from, and and lots of practical tips for what to look out for when you're in the store, because I think it's the worst shopping for a swimsuit. I know, I know. And they're not cheap, eh? And they aren't cheap. And, and the truth is that there are various options out there. Pick and Pay at the moment is doing fabulous um, swimwear. Mm-hmm. You know, so, in, and um, and also to say, well, if you are going to buy a swimsuit, maybe it is making an investment by, if you going to look after it properly, of course. And how do we look after it? You know, the thing is, I think, to look at the care instructions. Don't bung it in the washing machine. Rinse it out after it every time you've used it. Don't hang it up on your fence to dry. You know, um, when you're on holiday, don't leave it lying on the lawn. Mm, you know, to actually mm. take care of it that way and keep it out of the sun, which seems absurd with a swimsuit. But when you're, when you're actually looking after it properly, you can get long life out of your swimsuit, which is especially important with a lot of the swimsuits now, but, you know, a lot of elastic in them, um, you know, with the miracle suits and that sort of thing. So to, if you are going to spend a lot of money on a costume, make sure it lasts you more than one season. I love the competition of winning cookware. I know, this issue is actually packed with that AMC cookware. And oh. we've got it for two readers, 15,000 rands worth of cookware. And, you know, it comes with a lifetime guarantee. So um, we've got some great kitchen makeovers happening. And um, and then, of course, we oh, throughout November online, we're doing an appliance win every second day. So um, people can enter 2015 with great new kitchen. Great new kitchens, but also for Christmas, eh? Exactly. So, well, fantastic. Um, yeah, spoils. And then, of course, we've also got the L'Occitane voucher. So every single reader in the mag and there's a little uh, voucher printed inside and you fill it in and you can go into L'Occitane and get yourself a free mini facial and a little toiletry bag with some um, spoils inside it so that's a great um, a great bonus for our readers as well. 
Well, thank you. Thank you so much for thank a wonderful you, copy. Thank you. Talk to you next time. You have a great, great week, great month. You too. Okay. Bye. Take care. Bye-bye. That's Sally Emery, editor of Good Housekeeping. Um, there, you heard it from her, her mouth. It's a lovely copy uh, for winning those pots, especially. Uh, coming up, we're going to take a little break, and then coming up, we will speak with Karen Robertson, assistant editor of Marie Claire. Otherwise... On SAFM. Karen Robertson, hello, welcome to Otherwise. Hi, Shadow, thank you so much for having me. Where's Miss Grease, by the way? She is, <laughs> um, well, she's travelling back, I think, from Dublin, where she's been doing another marathon. Oh, oh. she does. She does, eh? She <laughs> knows how to yeah. choose them, eh? <laughs> I like her, her one line again on the cover. You're only given a little spark of madness. Oh, you mustn't lose it. Absolutely, and I think I think it's I think she she represents that herself. Yes. <laughs> well, you went a bit mad yourself in, in the magazine. Um, a bit of it, didn't you, we? You did. The, I love the colours of just you know there's, the, the fashion is young. It's and, and the bags. Absolutely. Absolutely. We've um, we, we we had a bit of a redesign this month as well. So um, so yeah. I, think, I noticed. I think it's um, yeah. It's it's all all really punchy and engaging. And from from it's um, full of fashion. Mm-hmm. Um, I think um, as always, we've got a lot of practical expert fashion advice um, that readers can really use. And I think I think one of the things they'll really appreciate is our ultimate swimsuit edit. Um, our fashion aides have sourced the, the best new style swimsuits to flatter every body shape, which is just brilliant. Um, so we've got some truly beautiful bang-on trend swimsuits um, that will, will give you the confidence to hit the beach or the poolside. Mm-hmm. Um, and, yeah. Now, could a new pill mean the end of HIV? Mm. Yeah, this is a really strong story. I mean, I think... I think it's a very compelling story, um, um, and it's it's a surprise to to a lot of people mm-hmm. um, that there is in fact a new preventative treatment that is is highly effective. Um, ultimately, um, the issue here is um, it is effective, but if you take it correctly, mm-hmm. um, and um, yeah, so this is this is one of one of the issues. It comes um, at the right time because Sir Ramaphosa is out there, Deputy President. Or also uh, saying that, you know, we should have the conference here. Absolutely. It's time to do that. So, you know, you uh, unless you have a hotline to sell Ramaphosa, <laughs> you guys have have, have uh, I've got a scoop here. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, I think I think um, it's 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 the interesting thing is that it's it's actually been around. This, this drug is called Truvada. It's been around for a few years, um, and um, yeah, it's it could be incredibly powerful in in the fight against HIV. And I think everyone will be wanting to read that story. Mm. I think it's a very important story. Absolutely, I love the pictures of the castle of bodies. Yes. Yes, that's, um, Tell us about it a bit, because I, I know everyone's got to read it, but um, apparently every second year in, in, in Spain, they, they have this 
um, castle of, of bodies and, and the pictures look superb. Absolutely and um, it's, it's a competition that mm-hmm. actually involves the construction of these, these kind of human castles mm-hmm. consists of hundreds of people um, of various genders and ages um, and, and um, we've got the, one of the stories which opens our filter section um, shows a really, really powerful image of, mm. of one of these these um, castells, as they're called. Um, really, really ingenious. Um, just shows what what the human form is capable of and how beautiful beautiful it can be. Um, yeah. And I see UNESCO is, is 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 responsible for. I didn't even know that there was anything like it. The masterpieces of the oral and intangible heritage of humanity. I know. I know. Yeah. It was. It was. Um, it's intriguing to to think that there are these, uh, as opposed to places of interest, there mm. are these kind of, um, yeah, this sort of um, oral and, and like and as they say, intangible heritage. Um, calligraphy in Mongolia, for example, um, Mexico's Day of the Dead, even kimchi making and sharing in South Korea. Mm. Um, in Zimbabwe, we have Mbende's uh, Jerusalem dance. Um, yeah, sure. really, really, really interesting. Very, very interesting. Mm. Now. Hugh Masigela has just been to, to give a Steve Beaker lecture in, in the UK mm. and he said sex was un, was overrated and you have sex and relationships. He cheated, now what? Sorry, sorry, could you repeat no, that? No, no, I said, and you've covered the story of sex and relationships. Um, and, and I'm saying he's said that at the, at, the, at the lecture, that sex was overrated. Right. Yeah. Uh, is it? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I think, um, I mean, our, in, in, we, we've treated um, in this particular issue, we look at, um, we look at the, the issue of, of cheating mm. um, and, and is it a deal breaker. I think it's, it's really relevant now in, in this area of social media um, where, where people have, have more opportunity perhaps than ever before for um, infidelity. Um, and apparently, actually, um, some 20% of men and 15% of women under 35 had, have admitted to infidelity, um, according to a recent report. So, um, so our piece asks, does an instance of infidelity have to mean the end? Um, I suppose the answer is it's pretty complicated. It is complicated. <laughs> it is complicated. Yeah. It's such a personal response. Absolutely. You know, everyone yeah. would, would give a very strong um, a, a response because of their experience. Absolutely. Yeah. Finally, you just took me back a few years here mm. with, the, with the, uh, the, the ads that you've recreated. Yes, that's something we're really, really proud of. Um, and it's actually one of my favorite pieces in, in the magazine. Um, we've, we've taken iconic international ads and given them a very distinctly local twist. So, for example, um, if you think back to 2000, there was a very controversial ad with Sophie Dahl um, for Yves Saint Laurent Otium. Um, and it's actually one of the most complained about adverts in history. Mm-hmm. It was, in fact, banned in the UK. Um, and it features an, a very naked Sophie against a, a black satin backdrop, yes. um, naked apart from sort of a gold necklace and bracelet. And um, we've um, we got Lala Hariyama to, to recreate that, and she looks absolutely remarkable. Um, and and there are a few more ads. We've got uh, six in total. Um, and another really powerful one was the Versace ad from '93, which was shot by Richard Avedon. 
and it features a, a really impressive lineup of leggy supermodels like Claudia Schiffer and Cindy Crawford, etc. And mm-hmm. so we've got we've got a, a lineup of of local supermodels. Um, Pearl Tusi, for example, Danae Mokhetsi, Leanne Lamini, Kanye Mbao, Danae Renaka, and the likeness is absolutely remarkable. It is so gorgeous. It, it really is, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, we, we worked with a really incredible, talented team, great photographers, stylists, and you can imagine, you know, having to find the um, the exact outfit, mm, you know, and, mm. and recreate it, and I think it's it's, um, it's it's a bit of fun, but it's um, but it's also just, it's it's, um, yeah, really creative and, and, and powerful images. Ones that I've always loved when they came out were, were the Benetton ads. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I used to They've look forward so to see. Yes, it, it came at such a time in this country mm. as well. Yeah, and um, we've we got Lorata Malloy, Kerry McGregor, and Jane Sue to to recreate one of those. Um, it's it's a it's the the image where we have three women uh, poking out their tongues, and it's <laughs> it's it's a lot of fun, and uh, they they look lovely. They look really great. Well, you're going to have to give us posters because I want to collect these now. I know. I know. <laughs> I want to collect these. <laughs> for Christmas, please give them to us. <laughs> we'll arrange that. We can arrange that for you. <laughs> well, thank you so much for your time. Thank it's, you, Shadow. It's, it's a wonderful jam-packed mag, and, and we'll right. talk again soon. Eh? Lovely. Thank Look you. And say hi to Miss Grease. I shall do that for thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Have a good day. Bye-bye. Bye. That was Karen Robertson, who is the assistant. I must, I must tell you, you must get these ads. They look so gorgeous. I mean, they just took me back a while. Um, she's assistant editor of Marie Claire. And these magazines, by the way, are, are up um, are at the stores already. So we coming up, we'll talk to um, Susie Brokenshaw, who's the editor of Fair Lady, and uh, about her features. And then Dudu Mvimbi Leshabane, editor of True Love magazine. I'm not sure if I should be taking a break before we... Yes, we're taking a break before we go to Susie. Otherwise, on SAFM... Susie, welcome. How are you? Hi, Shadow. Very well, thank you. And you? Well, I, I was the story of a meta conman online oh, no. really sobered me up. It is totally riveting, actually. Um, I mean, it's not in the end. What I thought was was really excellent is that she's not actually on. She's not anti online dating, even after her experience. It's just really a cautionary tale in the really old-fashioned sense of it, in that you need to check out who this person is because it's just so easy to lie about who you are online. When she spoke about him, I mean, I, mean, I, I, I could imagine all of these places and I could imagine how easy it was for him to slip in and out of people's lives yeah. without being noticed. It was incredible. And I think when she, in the end, when she finally realized that there was something wrong, because just for, for people who haven't yet read the story, she, he kind of runs away from a situation. Mm. She realizes then that there's something wrong. And she had, she knew his family, his, his parents had babysat her child. She had been really, really fully integrated into his life. But I think the warning signs were that he didn't seem to have any friends, that he always, she said, and I thought this was also very telling, she said, they always, con men always just give enough information to stop you asking questions. Hmm. So they don't give too much information, but just enough to stop you asking. And she's obviously an intelligent woman, and she was totally taken in by him for I, a very I, long time. I suggest everyone reads that story. Otherwise, on SAFM. My guest is the editor of Fair Lady, Susie Brokenshaw. Susie, shapeshifters. Yes. I, 
I'm hearing more and more of these kinds of stories where women are now comfortable enough to to really ask themselves, what do I want to do? Yeah. And go out and do it. You know, you know what I'm finding hugely interesting is how magazines have, or how women have changed over the many years that I've been in magazines. Mm. I remember in the beginning there was kind of this idea that women were really just interested in hairstyles and chocolate, <laughs> and that that was and shoes, and that was kind of what we were, that was what we fantasized about. Mm. And what I think women really fantasize about now is being masters of their own destiny. I think everybody fantasizes about having their own business or being in charge of their own lives. And we, always, we have a regular entrepreneurial slot. Every, every month in Fair Lady, we feature four or five women who have kind of started their own businesses. Mm-hmm. And occasionally, we, we seem it. And in this issue, it is themed. It's people who were very successful in a particular career and then suddenly decided, this is not what I want. And they kind of did a 180-degree shift and turned you know made a career out of something else Mm. so there's a doctor who became an author a successful author there's a teacher who became a chef you know there's a marketer who became a winemaker so there really are big shifts but they are also masters of their own destiny and very successful in their second businesses the the fashion buyer fashion buyer who becomes a cheetah activist i mean that's so far apart I know. It's so far apart. And the, the best thing about it was that she was originally from the UK, Annie Beckerling. Mm-hmm. So you can imagine what a shift that is. <laughs> First of all, to come from the UK and then to kind of get involved in cheetahs, I think is fantastic to become a cheetah activist. It, it, you really couldn't do that in the UK. And, and, you know, I'm happy to see this kind of shift happening because then it means that children are, are also, the, the family life comes back because we were so... We've become such units, you yeah. know, and solitary units in the way we live. And, yeah. and that's why families are not, are not sustainable. Well, I had such an interesting conversation this morning, actually, and it was, it was with um, Suntam, who really do support kind of entrepreneurs. And it was actually about this, this slot that we do. But um, they were saying that women in general, are they, they're driving the entrepreneurial bus in mm. South Africa. Wow. And that in general, they are more successful. Wow. And I think it's actually because of that, Shadow, is that the reason that we so want to be in control of our lives is so that we can fit in our families and our children in our own time slots. You know, we can organize how we want to work. And I think that's an absolutely critical part of how women work. Now, I, I, I didn't, there's one story I didn't read, which is what happens to the victims of monsters, because oh. it's just such, for me, it's, it's, I didn't even want to know the details. Yeah. It's, it's just too much. Well, to get for back me, to. again, this is, this is also a positive story, because it was obviously what, it, it was born out of discussions we were having at the time of the Springs monster. Mm-hmm. And it was just, we were saying, what does happen to the kids that, that were raised in that household? Is there any hope for them? Mm. And actually, what I think is the very positive message of the story is that there really is it does seem to be that those children survive There's, it's not without trauma and and particularly in the initial when they when they first kind of rescued and there's a very sad thing that that the one one of the psychologists says and she says they're so determined to find their there's some kind of need that their parents are blameless mm. so they they really resist being rescued often and they really resist being told the trauma comes and being told that their parents were not good, that their motives were not good. But I think after they have overcome that initial shock, they they really do respond very well in general. 
in general? In general. So for me, I found it hugely positive. We looked at um, various kids who have survived huge, huge abuse. Obviously, there was Natasha, the Austrian girl who was, who was kept, um, I think, for about 11 years yes. or, or longer by her, yeah, 10 years. She was taken when she was 10 and she was kept there. Um, and she's, she's very successful. She's kind of a well-rounded person. She started a TV show that didn't work, but that didn't set her back. She's carried on. She seems to be completely well-adjusted. And possibly one of the best examples is J.C. Louis Dugard. I don't know if you remember her situation from the States. She was taken when she was 11, rescued 18 years later. And in the beginning, she also seemed very kind of confused about who was right and who was wrong. Now she is absolutely well adjusted. Her kids are doing well at school. She has got, she's got an organization called JJC, J-A-Y-C, which is about caring. She's looking, just ask yourself to care. And it assists families who are dealing with trauma. She's so well adjusted that she's actually helping other people. So in general, it was a very positive outcome. It is, it is. I just couldn't get myself to read it though. Mm. No, I understand. No, uh, my favorite, most favorite, favorite person is Lisa Ann Haynes. Yes, oh. but not fantastic. Oh, I want to hug her. I want to, I, I, I just want to clone her and put her all over the country yes. to do the kind so of work that she does. Yeah, so Lisa Ann Haynes, just, she had been a teacher and she, she got really frustrated because um, the school, it, it, the school got bigger and bigger, the school that she was teaching in. And then I think the, the rules and regulations just kind of got her down because what she really believes in is tailoring education to individuals. So she says she wants to provide an alternative education that meets the individual needs of young people. Mm. And she doesn't just want to treat them as a uniform mass. Anyway, so becoming disillusioned with the school system, she went into life coaching. And while she was life coaching, she met two of her clients had kids who they were very worried about getting them through matric because they were they were kind of very individual individualistic and weren't responding well to the school system mm. and as a huge favor they asked her if she would be able to educate their kids and take them through matric and she didn't want to do it at all but the one the one thing that motivated her was that one of her own children bradley had learning difficulties because mm. of a disease that he'd had as a kid and so she thought, okay, let me try it out and, and see whether, it, whether I can make it work. And she, so she started off with these two kids, educating these two kids in her own house. And after a month, she had three. And at the end of the year, she had 16 kids, I think, that she was, that she was seeing through matric. And it worked fantastically. And since then, her school has just grown from strength to strength. And there are now, I think they're well over 100 kids. Uh, it's called Closing the Gap. There are well over there, 153 students from grade 4 to grade 12. She wants to expand. She wants to open schools in Cape Town and Durban, and she wants to open another branch in Johannesburg. And she says this thing that I, that I absolutely love. She says, I believe your spirit rebels in an environment that's not right for you. Mm, mm. And so what she wants to do is give these kids a chance to, to learn in an environment that doesn't have the strictures that normal schools have. It just made me think about us probably having to have a conversation in this country about the way schools are, are, are structured. Absolutely. Well, I think there's huge room yes. for a conversation yes. around that. Yes, how schools are structured and the, the, the idea of uniforms. Because 
children today are not the same as as when those structures were put in place yeah no they really aren't you're absolutely right i mean i think education is an essential ongoing conversation that we need to have mm. in south africa and, and at fair lady we are tremendously concerned about education so we try to feature at least one story every single issue yeah. That looks at a different issue around education. And I think Lisa Ann Haynes is just such an inspiration. Um, again, she's that inspiration that it is possible. You can educate your own kids or there are alternatives to mainstream education if it's not working for your kids. Okay. Now, I mean, I'm glad you're having that conversation on in, in the magazine and there's lots of other beautiful things, but household goods as well uh, yes. is, is what you, you're featuring this month. Yeah, the Consumer Awards. Um, every year we feature the best, you know, because part of it is that we want everybody short of money. And we just want to make sure that our readers know that they're spending their money on, on goods that are, you know, good value. So we Tried have and tested. Year, obviously, with the test house, the Fair Lady test house. Mm -hmm. And then once a year we just have a massive Consumer Awards where we get together a panel of judges and we just test and test and test and test and then kind of produce the best results. And this is the issue that those results are coming out in. Well, lovely, fantastic. Thank you once once again, Susie, for your time. And 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 I love Ellen DeGeneres on the cover. <laughs> Isn't she gorgeous? She's yeah, cute. we love her. She is we so cute. Yeah, yeah, no, we are. <laughs> Thank you so much, Susie. Pleasure, Shadow. You take care. Bye bye. bye. Uh, Duduk is coming up in a bit after this. Otherwise, on SAFM. Editor of True Love magazine, Dudu Mvimbili Shaban. Hello, Dudu. Hello, how are you? I'm good, thank you, darling. Tell me, what's your favorite feature in the magazine this, this month? Because <laughs> I'm, I'm looking at all that you have, and I'm thinking, wow, it's jam-packed. <laughs> I think I love all of them, hey? <laughs> <laughs> well, I need you to tell me, and I, I must find this young lady to talk to, because I didn't know that she had a health problem, a health scare. Uso Findaba. Yes. Tell I us about I think that one um, was uh, was quite um, something revealing for me because we had gone in for an interview. You know, I do these interviews uh, myself. Yes. Cover interviews. So we had gone there. We were going to talk about generations and now she's left and all that. And then just as we were ordering food, and then she, she was very selective about what she was having and what and what. Mm. And then, then she just revealed that, you know, most of this generation. Wow. You know. Wow. So, and uh, for me, it was, you know, it, it was something that I got. Uh, it was a lucky packet because... Mm, um, that's not why you were there. Yes, yes. And November as well is uh, the Pieces Awareness Month. Exactly. You know, we have features in, in, in the book that is about how to keep it, uh, beat diabetes and what and what. So for me, it just filled everything. And I just forgot I forgot about the, the generation story. I was like, okay, we'll do it with someone else, you know. No, you, you now let's rather focus on this, which is much better, yes, actually, much yes. better. <laughs> so it's angoma sakuya spatala because now they, you know, they led you the right direction. Yes, and and I, I see, I see. There's there's beauty tricks for a firm body. Now, tell me the truth: is it possible for all of us to have firm bodies? No. I hence we said tricks. Yeah, tricks. <laughs> because I don't think all of us can achieve no. a firm body. Still, with this one, it, it's, it's just that it's, it's a fun story. It's about how you can apply bronzer, and you know you can hide cellulite. It's those things. Ah. it's not really that you have to work hard. 
you know, it's, 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 it's not going to the gym stuff. No, it's not because, you know, at this time we just want to, to, to do the tricks, you know? Yeah. Yes. If you haven't gone to gym throughout the year, you might as well just trick. And you need to get into that swimming costume. So yes. you, you, you've got to use some very wonderful tricks. Yes. So it's, it's just tricks. It's a nice, highlighted story. Now, what, what, what is your, I, I know I asked you what your favorite is, but what, what would you like to highlight that you think everybody should read? You know, for me, there was two stories that really caught me. Mm-hmm. It was, you know, if you have kids, you know, in, in terms of abuse, you know, there's mm-hmm. signs that kids do, you know, you can, you, you can try, you know, for me, that, that is a story that it really caught, caught me because I do, I have a daughter, I have a seven year old daughter, mm-hmm. and I'm always constantly having that conversation with her. Do you know what abuse is? Do you know what rape is? And I'm not sure whether she knows or she doesn't, and because maybe sometimes she feels she's in trouble if I ask it, you know, those intimate mm. questions, you know? Mm. So for me, it was like, it, it, it's a story for me as a mom, because now I, I, I saw even the conversation that I can have with her, mm-hmm. without, her without me making her feel uncomfortable. And also the signs that I can see uh, if she is abused in any way, so I think it's uh, if if you have a if you have a daughter raising a son or daughter at that age, you know, where they can't really tell you what's what's happening. I think for me, that's what to take home. You know, there's there's signs you you can tell that something's not right with the child. Now, female gangsters, where do you come with, with that story? <laughs> you know, it's a uh, you know that it's a the. 16 days of violence which is mm-hmm, going to start in, mm-hmm, in, in November and we're looking at how violence you know how violence can just turn women into violent people you know so that's so we went and researched you know there's gangsters in, in predominantly colored areas you know and uh, we found this young woman who was into jail you know she's mad at people hmm. but all this violence it's something that has been accumulating from 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 just dating a a, a rough guy mm. you know and um i think it's not for us the, the reason why I, I i commissioned the story is not for us to say but we don't know of people that are against us mm. but it's just to show you the level of, of violence and abuse how it can just go deeper and how you can just get got hooked into into a life that you never even you know planned for Sure. There we have it. Dudu, well done, girl. We'll, we'll get the magazine and read deeply into some of these stories. But, um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I need, I'm, I'm happy about Sophie being on the cover. She looks gorgeous. Thank you. She There's does. only one Sophie Ndaba. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much, Dudu. Thank you so much for the time. Okay, bye-bye. Bye-bye. That's, those are the stories that are dominating the magazines. They're out on the shelves.